Hello, everybody. It's Christian with Onyx. Welcome back to Onyx Test Bench. I am joined, as always, by Jennifer Efton. Hello, hello. And J.D. Efton. Hello, hello. (laughs) (laughs) So today we are talking about AirPlay 2. So some of you out there may be saying to yourselves, wow, that sounds exciting. Yeah, no. What's (laughs) it? Yeah. Um, Flying? But... After you really start using it and kind of understanding what it is and how it's kind of built into a lot of the things you already have, you maybe you just don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, AirPlay 2 is kind of a big deal. Yeah. So we wanted to talk about it. Um, AirPlay 1, uh, then, of course, known as AirPlay, mm-hmm. um, we did not use it heavily no. on our installs. It was an Apple way of being able to wirelessly communicate from your phone to your system and as most first versions are it had when perfect conditions great but any fluctuations at all we would we'd run into obstacles yeah so i knew how to use it i knew how to create those perfect conditions so whenever i wanted to airplay music from my phone to my speakers that are all around my house i would plug my phone into charge I would set it in a place that I knew had great Wi-Fi. I would start my music playing, send it to the speakers, and then not touch it again. Not even maybe walk between it and (laughs) my access points for my Wi-Fi because I knew that really any kind of interference, as soon as it loses the connection, it was pretty much gone. It was over. You had to reestablish it, kind of mess with everything again. Um, One thing that AirPlay did really well was sending video. from a device to an Apple TV. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was particularly, um, I think, beneficial for them. Even even though the audio was a little shaky, the video side was so fun. You know, you Mm -hmm. get back from vacation and you can airplay your your pictures and your video from your phone onto your Apple TV. So Mm -hmm. if you're having people over and entertaining, that was fun. I did a baby shower, hosted a baby shower, and we had pictures of the – you know, the mom and dad, and we had that playing the whole time during the baby shower. So it just really makes it easy to do slideshows on TVs by using AirPlay. Sure. And like, we'll be at the house watching something on the Apple TV, and my wife will be on her phone, mm-hmm. and she will laugh. She'll be like, ha ha. And I'm like, what's going on? And then she'll just, bloop, send it up to the TV. Nice. Show me the video, show me the funny picture, whatever it is. And then I just hit cancel on the remote, and it, sends it back to her thing and mm-hmm. I can start watching what I was watching before but it's just kind of makes that whole everybody being on their own device thing while you're watching TV or something it can make that more communal mm-hmm. so lovely and your laptop so if you had an Apple device yeah. if you had a Mac then you could take your laptop stream it to your television and have a larger display mm-hmm. for reviewing stuff or your Excel I mean it just turned your whatever display in your home as an extension of your laptop yeah I think yeah. in fact we have a couple of clients that are physicians that they use that at home while they're working. So they're on their laptop and they're, they'll airplay to their theater screen. Mm-hmm. Kind of gives them a better better image of what's Larger happening. Larger scale. Yeah, that's yeah. wonderful. I use airplay as a second monitor at home quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Works well. Super convenient. So those were the pluses and the minuses of airplay one, which mm-hmm. I would say was five years ago. He has probably something in that range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what are the features? What are the new things about AirPlay 2? 2.0. So I would say the best thing about it. Wow. No, it's a tie. Mm. Oh, there's a couple of best things. Okay. The first best thing that I like about it is it has got a much bigger 
buffer. Mm -hmm. And what does that mean? Whenever uh, you're watching something on YouTube or, you know, streaming off of your Apple TV or whatever, um, buffering, you know, we always call it that spinning gear, Mm -hmm. you know, or the pinwheel or whatever. Oh, it's buffering. Mm -hmm. It's buffering. What does that mean? Yeah, talk about that a little bit. I don't think I don't think everybody knows what that really means. No, they just just know it's that thing that irritates you. Um, But really what buffering is doing is it's taking data. It's taking information that makes up that video or song or whatever. And it's kind of it's stockpiling it Mm -hmm. behind the scenes. That way, if there's some kind of a uh, a momentary interruption in a connection, or if there's some kind of a slowdown mm-hmm. in the data that you're getting, you know, off the internet or whatever, your video is not going to stop. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got it's got a little bit in the in in the you know in the queue in the queue, yeah, ready to go. Um, and so, with AirPlay two having a bigger buffer, you can walk in between your phone and your Wi-Fi. You can um, have it in your pocket when you're walking around your house and just kind of use it much more naturally. It's just the connection because of the buffer is so much more stable. Mm-hmm. Like it works amazingly well. I remember the first install we did that was very AirPlay 2 heavy. Um, the client started the song, put her phone in her purse, um, was walking around the house, mm-hmm. left the house, was walking like along the front of the house, looking at her flower bed and got in her car. And it wasn't until she basically drove away that it lost the connection. And it was just, it was shocking to me. Yeah. Over the first one to the second one, like I knew it was good, Mm -hmm. but like that was crazy. Like that was a crazy experience. Um, The second thing that I think is the best feature about AirPlay 2, you can take your music and you can send it to more than one place at a time. Mm-hmm. So before, if you had an Apple TV you wanted to send music to, you could send it to that Apple TV. Mm-hmm. But if you also had uh, something that was acting like that was sending it to your speakers in your ceiling, mm-hmm. and if you had a HomePod and you had whatever, you could still you could only send it to one only thing to at one. a time. You didn't have the option. Yeah, so it wasn't like a whole home music mm-hmm. experience. Now, if you have a HomePod in every room of your house, you can play it on some of them. You can play it on one of them. You can play it on a couple of them. You can say, hey, Siri, start music everywhere. Mm-hmm. And she will play it everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. Yeah, and it does a great job. And then on your phone, when you pull up what used to be your little AirPlay thing, now you can see the volume for every device and you can you can control them individually. Mm-hmm. You can tr- control them all together. It's just, it is such a nice interface for that whole home music experience. Yeah, a big advancement from from the first one. It really enhanced the audio interaction, and so often we know the app that we like for music. So it may be Spotify, maybe Pandora, maybe Apple Music, and you know that app really well. Mm-hmm. But then once you got it started, it was normally local that stayed on your phone. And then if you did stream it to something, you only had one choice. So mm-hmm. to be able to stream that to multiple things or to cast or airplay to that to multiple devices allows the music to be around the home and from your app, easily controllable. So the the interface that you're used to and you've already known really well becomes your day-to-day interaction. Yeah, usability, I think, is just really improved. Yeah. Your experience is so much better. Yeah. So, um, like here at the office, we have got um, a number of speakers throughout the office, um, you know, in, in different rooms. We have got a couple of HomePods going. Mm-hmm. We've got multiple Apple TVs. And depending on what we're doing at the office, we will just pick where we want the music to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we want a couple of them that just have ambient noise, if you want to just have you know something relaxing like waves or, mm-hmm. or something playing. But then in another room, if you want to have some music going because there's some people in there and they're working, doing stuff. like, And you can just go through and then from that one 
interface, you can you can just control it all. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so we've 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 been we've embraced it pretty hard here mm-hmm. at Onyx, uh, and it's been pretty great. It's really simplified music throughout the home. Being able to have multiple sources, being able to adjust volume levels in every area from the app that you started the music in, just really changes that dynamic. And we're finding that music's more often played in different music in different rooms and adjustments rather than just getting that op- hitting that obstacle of complexity. It just opens up that door much more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do want to mention that because all of this music is going over your network, to the different speakers and stuff, and networks can be a messy place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sometimes you'll try to start a thing somewhere, and every once in a while it won't start. Mm-hmm. And then usually, if you go through and you start it again, or you 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 know you force close something out and start it up again, um, it'll go. But overall, our experience has been super positive. Yeah. There will always be again those blips with technology, mm-hmm. but to have something truly trending us in a much better user experience, I think that's really great move for Apple and this version two is quite the leap forward. So um, our privacy tip Mm -hmm. of the week um, is talking about where online do you store your really sensitive information? Mm. So um, services like Dropbox Mm -hmm. and Google Docs, they were made for sharing. Mm -hmm. They were made for collaboration. They were made so you can take this thing and you can just kind of send it to different people and they can contribute to it and add to it and and whatever. Those places tend to not be ideal for storing your most sensitive stuff because there's a lot of sharing options. And uh, I'm not going to say that I have personally shared a folder I didn't intend to, mm-hmm. but I have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to do, right? It's right. super Especially easy to do. Especially because when you're in Dropbox, it, everything is so shareable. So, um, And once you share it, it's really hard to unshare it. Um, so it's that's a tricky situation. Yeah. So there are different places. We, we store some information uh, in LastPass. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of places, of, you know, you can store information in your iCloud because that is – Again, very secure, mm-hmm. very hard to get into if you don't belong there. Um, but if you are, if you're dealing with a lot of like very serious information that you need to store online, there are dedicated encrypted cloud storage services mm-hmm. that I would, I would just recommend. Go find something like that, something that's, you know, reputable, reviewed well. Maybe somebody that you know uses mm-hmm. something like that. Just something that is encrypted on the cloud that is intended for long-term storage yeah. and not sharing. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, knowing the difference of, okay, is this something I want to share? Then those Google Docs and Dropbox is great for that. But mm-hmm. if it is something you really want to keep to yourself or that is for you internally, then like you mentioned, LastPass or some other solution in that direction, because it is based around security rather than a understanding of sh- shareability. Yeah. So our uh, gadget. Gadget of the week. Of the week. Um, we need an intro. We do need a little jingle there. Mm-hmm. If anybody out there wants to make us a jingle, yeah. submit it. We'll see. <laughs> the gadget of the week jingle. Yeah. Um, is the HomePod. We've talked about it a little bit. It's come up here and there, but mm-hmm. maybe maybe not everybody knows exactly what the HomePod is. Such a great new product. So it is, and this is classic Apple, it's mm-hmm. beautiful. Minimal design. Yeah. It's very nice. Um, it's got Siri built in, so mm-hmm. you can say, hey, Siri, and it'll do stuff, start music, whatever. Um, the audio quality exceptional right it's phenomenal surprisingly like it sounds so good for how big it is now um when the home pod very first came out 
it was a little hamstrung by its software. Mm-hmm. Yes, they there was a lot of room left of development, and it was that now a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So it's really come a long way and much more of a user-friendly experience, but also how it pairs, connects. They've really made a lot of growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine at the house gets used pretty much daily. Ours at the office, absolutely Definitely daily. daily yeah. So often. All the time. And um, I actually had one that was having a problem connecting wirelessly. There was something that went on with it. And when I took it back, it was the first one that they'd had come back. Wow. At this store ever. And this store serves this entire region. Amazing. It's not like there's a ton of Apple stores. They just don't go bad. Yeah. It's just a, it's a very reliable, solid, solid mm-hmm. product. Mm-hmm. I think it's just been really helpful having HomePods available um, in our systems that are retro. You know, so if you're unable to get a wire for a ceiling speaker um, in an existing home, they just make such a great alternative because yeah. they tie into the system. So from a programming standpoint, there's really no difference. And from the user standpoint, it looks like a, a zone like any other zone mm-hmm. in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, 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 re- it looks like a design element mm-hmm. in the house. It looks like this intentionally placed little just beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. They come in two colors, right? Black and white. Absolutely. Yeah. That's right. They look good. Yeah. So we do have a video that's kind of an intro to AirPlay 2 mm-hmm. and some of the features and how to use it for, you know, multi uh, room audio and all that. So uh, we'll be sure and post that on our social medias. Mm-hmm. I do want to thank everybody for listening. And I super want to thank JD and Jen for being here today. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Very much so. All right, everybody have a great week. To stay connected with Onyx Test Bench, please follow us on Facebook at Onyx Theaters.